0: Welcome back to Natural MD Radio. This is Dr. Aviva Ram, your host, and we're here with episode 123. March is Endometriosis Awareness Month. Now, if you have endometriosis, you're aware of it, I'm sure, way more than in March. But I really wanted to put a special emphasis This month, for those of you who are struggling with endometriosis, those of you who have period pain and other symptoms and have no idea what's going on, who might think you have endometriosis or don't know and want to find out, and natural solutions. Because unfortunately, from a medical perspective, all we really ever recommend is drugs and surgery. And many of you don't want that. And certainly, it's not the best first option for most women. So join me today as I do an encore of episode 78, Herbs and Supplements for Endometriosis, that I hope brings you tremendous relief and also just relief to know that there are things that you can do and people like me out here who care and are committed to continue to provide you with connection, support, community, and options. And please, if you don't have endometriosis, don't ignore this podcast episode. Make sure to share it with someone you know and love who may struggle with period pain because she or that person may have uh, endometriosis and not know it. So settle in, enjoy, and thank you for joining me on Natural MD Radio. And as always, if you want the written version of the podcast. I always provide that for you or generally provide that for you so that you don't have to worry about memorizing doses or thinking you have to keep it all in your head. You can relax, listen, let it sink in, and hop on over to avivaram.com forward slash one, two, three. That's number 123 for episode 123. Enjoy. Enjoy. <coughs> Welcome to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally, starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. Endometriosis. If you've been suffering with it, as so many women are, and all too often silently, you know how much it can impact your life. And if you're miserable and in pain, I get that you would try anything. Endometriosis can feel like it's taking over your life so much so that young women like Lena Dunham have chosen to have a hysterectomy and go through surgical menopause rather than go through the pain of endometriosis for one more minute. You also know that the only treatments doctors recommend include pain medications, hormonal therapies, and surgery. Unfortunately, as I talk about in The Natural Approach to Endometriosis, Getting to Your Root Causes, a blog that I link below this episode of Natural MD Radio, a pharmaceutical and laparoscopic surgery approach to endometriosis isn't always effective, has risks, and leads to high rates of recurrence and the need for more meds and more surgeries. While I support all the choices a woman makes to live her life free from pain and suffering, I also know that there are risks and consequences to medical therapies and a high rate of recurrence of endometriosis lesions and symptoms with many of the treatments that are available. Also, endometriosis is not in the uterus, it's outside of the uterus, and that's the problem. Uterine tissue grows in the abdomen and other sites, and with each change of your monthly hormonal cycle, proliferates and bleeds like the endometrial tissue in your uterus, ultimately leading to pain, irritation, and adhesions. A hysterectomy doesn't reverse the damage that's been done, nor does it get to the root causes of the problem. What do I recommend? Try natural therapies too. While endometriosis is a tough condition to treat and natural therapy doesn't lead to overnight results, there is a set of supplements that have been shown scientifically to help not only relieve the pain associated with endometriosis, but to actually reduce lesions and disappear cysts. This can allow you to get off the treadmill of pain medications that, like so many women, you might be on. My patient Liz, 36, is An example, she was in so much pain from a diagnosis of endometriosis that had been missed for years that she had now become dependent on the narcotics her gynecologist eventually prescribed to control her pain. Getting even some natural relief may also help you to avoid more extreme measures, including hysterectomy, which as a result of the surgical menopause it causes, not only leads to infertility, but can lead to loss of sex drive, changes in your hair and skin, loss of fullness in your breasts, and to painful vaginal changes and annoying urinary symptoms. Then on top of that, there are the risk to your bones and your heart due to the loss of estrogen, or the need for ongoing hormone replacement therapy to offset those symptoms and risks which carry their own risks. So not a great choice in my book until all other options are completely exhausted. Including natural therapies in your endometriosis treatment plan also doesn't preclude using conventional therapies. They can be used integratively, that is, combined with standard endometriosis treatments, and I do this all the time in my medical practice. You can always escalate to more aggressive therapies if you need to. But I do recommend a trial of these natural therapies, either alone, or in combination with your conventional treatments, for 6 to 12 months before taking more drastic measures, including even laparoscopic treatment, which has a high rate of recurrence and includes its own risks. I always recommend that any comprehensive approach to endometriosis also address the root causes and incorporate an anti-inflammatory diet, which you can learn more about in the blog linked below this episode of Natural MD Radio. It can take even six to 12 months to see a reduction in the overall number of endometrial implants in your abdomen and other locations, though one study, which I discussed below, found improvements in just three months. While improvement can be tracked with laparoscopic evaluation, it's not necessary to follow up with laparoscopy. If your symptoms improve, that is your guide that your endometriosis is also improving. Keeping a casual symptom journal, even if just tracking your symptoms by dates and a one to 10 pain scale, one being no pain, 10 being horrible pain weekly or a couple of times a week can also be really helpful. So let's talk about what you can use to help heal endometriosis. The first three supplements that I'm about to talk about have been shown to directly improve both endometriosis And quality of life, including reduction in pain, pain during sex, pain with urination and bowel pain, and have led to reduction or complete resolution of endometrial lesions and related ovarian cysts. They've improved fertility, reduced the need for surgery, and improved sleep. The fourth supplement that I talk about, ginger, has been found to be effective as a natural pain reliever and an anti-inflammatory, especially with menstrually-related pain. I recommend a protocol combining all four products on a daily basis for 6 to 12 months for maximal effectiveness and continuing as needed. So let's dive in. The first is melatonin. We usually think of melatonin as a sleep supplement, and indeed it is the natural supplement or natural substance that your body increases at night to tell your brain it's time to get some sleep. However, melatonin, unbeknownst to a lot of us, is a powerful natural detoxifier. And it's especially helpful in detoxifying both excess and harmful estrogens, both the form that our bodies are producing and naturally break down, but also the form that we're getting exposed to chronically in the environment and which have been shown to contribute to the development of endometriosis. And perhaps it's because of that powerful role as a hormonal detoxifier, that it is helpful in endometrial care. In one study of 40 women with chronic pelvic pain due to endometriosis between the ages of 18 and 45 years old, 10 milligrams of melatonin a day was found to significantly reduce chronic pain due to endometriosis, reduce endometrial pelvic pain during periods and during sex, reduced pain during urination and pain associated with bowel movements, and led to an overall 80% reduction in the need for pain medication in women taking melatonin compared to those who weren't, including a reduction in NSAIDs like ibuprofen, Tylenol, and narcotic use. Women in the melatonin group also reported substantially improved sleep and a greater sense of wellness in the morning when waking up. In animal studies, additionally, melatonin has led to regression and shrinkage of endometrial tissue. How do you use it? I recommend starting at a low dose of 1 to 3 milligrams a day, preferably taken in the evening or before bed because it can make you feel sleepy, which is a plus if your sleep doesn't usually come easily. Then, over a month or so, build up to 10 milligrams a day, which can be taken all at once at bedtime completely safely. Or if it doesn't make you too sleepy when you take melatonin, divide it between two doses, one around, you know, right after dinner, around five milligrams, and then another five milligram dose at bedtime. At this dose, melatonin supports your natural detoxification processes, and then you would stay on it for at least six to 12 months to get the maximal benefit. The next supplement is something called NAC. NAC. NAC is short for N-acetylcysteine, and it's a powerful supplement that increases the body's natural production of glutathione. Glutathione is one of the most important natural detoxifiers produced in our bodies. However, many of us aren't producing quite enough to keep up with the demands put on our bodies by chronic exposure to environmental toxins and even overproduction of our own natural hormones, including estrogen. NAC has some impressive data behind it specifically for endometriosis. For example, in a 2013 study of 92 women in Italy, 47 took NAC and 42 took a placebo. Of those who took 600 milligrams of NAC three times a day for just three days a week consecutively for three months... 24 of the women were able to cancel their scheduled laparoscopic treatment due to a decrease or disappearance of endometriosis. They also had improved pain or they had gotten pregnant. 14 of the women in the NAC group had decreased ovarian cysts related to endometriosis Eight had complete disappearance of their symptoms and lesions, and 21 had pain reduction. In the other group, only one canceled her surgery, and a total of eight women in the NAC group got pregnant, while only six in the placebo group did. So how do you use NAC? I recommend taking 600 milligrams three times a day, not just three times a week as was done in the study, but actually daily and continuing this for at least three months, which is the time to see substantial reduction of cysts in the above study. And if you experience improvement, it's very safe. So you can stay on it on an ongoing basis if needed. The third supplement that's been found to be really helpful for healing endometriosis is called pycnogenol, which is an extract of pine bark. Yes, as in pine trees, and in this case, it's specifically from a species called maritime pine. Women who took pine bark extract or pycnogenol at 30 milligrams twice a day for 48 weeks, so almost a year, showed a 33% reduction in pain, including severe pain. And while the pain reduction wasn't quite as strong as in the comparative hormonal group, it actually persisted without relapse, unlike in the medication group, who either required staying on the medication or if they went off it, had a relapse. Further, five women in the pycnogenol group became pregnant, and that's important because endometriosis can make it a lot harder to get pregnant because of painful adhesions, pain that interferes with even having sex, or adhesions that change the location of the uterus, making it really retroflexed or adherent, so making it harder to get pregnant. So how do you use pycnogenol? The dose is 30 milligrams twice a day for at least one year and then continuing it as needed. Now, I mentioned that the fourth supplement that I'm going to talk about in this episode is indirectly beneficial for endometriosis, and that's ginger root. And that can be taken in the form of powder or in the extract. I typically recommend 500 milligrams of the powder in capsules two to four times a day because this has been shown to reduce pain equal to the effects of ibuprofen. And it's been specifically studied in the relief of pain due to your period. So what I recommend is taking it every day. If you have chronic pelvic pain from endometriosis, try taking it at 1,000 milligrams or two capsules a day, but if you need to go up to 2,000 milligrams or four capsules a day, you can absolutely do that. And then if you typically have more pain around your period, if you've been taking a thousand milligrams a day and getting decent relief, you can always increase that in the days leading up to your period and during your period to 2000 milligrams a day. So it's safer at even higher doses, but those are the doses that I usually recommend. So again, what I'd love to see you do is rather than pick and choose between one or two of these supplements is go ahead. If you're really experiencing significant pain with endometriosis as so many women are. And if you really want to see big turnarounds in your endometriosis, go ahead and invest in yourself and do the four supplements at one time. You can get the supplements online at health food stores. And one of the things that I do is I make my supplement store available online. Now, I am not trying to sell you Anything. You can go to my supplement store and just see the products that I use in there by having an account that's totally free. And if you want, you can get supplements there. These are the same supplements that I use in my medical practice and that I use for my family and for myself. And they're always available at 20% off. But here's the thing when you buy supplements from that store, I do not make one single penny. Every penny of that that you spend goes 100% to my not-for-profit organization called Dharma Moms, and every penny of that, nobody's getting paid, goes to support maternal health care in developing countries. So our goal is in the next few years to provide midwifery care in every birthing center in Haiti, Peru, Mexico. Uganda. This is seriously a program that I am working on with Good Birth Foundation. So if you're interested in getting your supplements through there, you are supporting incredible changes in access to midwives for women in countries at need. Our goal is to go majorly global with this. We're already starting in Haiti. So again, totally your choice where you get supplements, but you could be doing a really good deed with Dharma Moms and Good Birth Foundation. So I just want to let you know that. If you have found this episode of Natural MD Radio helpful, please let me know by dropping a comment and dropping a like over on iTunes. And please share it with other women that you know, because your sharing it elevates the podcast. So hopefully millions of women can get relief from their suffering and pain, and hopefully a little bit more naturally without medications or surgery. Yes, sometimes those are needed and sometimes they can make a huge difference. But so many of your women are going to those first because they don't know that there are options. And that's what Natural MD Radio is here to teach you about, is the whole truth and all the options that are available so you can take back your health. Thank you for joining me. See you in the next episode.